Hey, Monica. Hey, Jennifer. I'm so excited for our guest today. I've been using her products forever and so was thrilled to finally meet her. Oh my gosh, yes. Today we're speaking with my dear friend, Indy Lee, founder of an amazing skincare line of the same name. If you spent any amount of time in the beauty space, and you're probably already very familiar with Indy, she has a really inspiring background that was so fascinating to dive into today. Yes, her story is really incredible. She went from a CPA at places like Ernst & Young and HBO to a home gardener and advocate for the slow food movement to quite literally battling for her life after being diagnosed with a really, really scary brain tumor. And then finally today, she owns and runs her own successful line of skincare products that are grounded in nature and supported by science. We talked to Indy about conscious consumerism, why clean beauty can mean a million different things, and why we should never let the perfect get in the way of the good. Yes. Now, let's get to our interview with Indy Lee. Good morning, Indy. Good morning, Monica. Hi, guys. How is everybody? Good morning. Hi. We're so happy to have you, Indy. I can't even tell you. I am so excited to be here and to be looking at you because so often we chat, but like it's on phone or on like apps, but not like this. This is kind of cool. I Great. know, but nobody else gets to see us, which is I nice. I know that's even do. better because <laughs> exactly. believe me, this is not something I'd want to promote for myself. <laughs> Although you do have some good bookshelves back there that are color coordinated. Very color I like coordinated. This, you know? I'm visual. So for me, it's how I remember where my books are. So if I, I'm like, oh, wait, that's in the red jacket. Okay, let me go find that. That's how I know where my books are. So I don't know. <laughs> Plus it looks nice. It does. It looks great. It looks great. Um, Indy, Jennifer's been talking about you for ages. <laughs> no, I'm like now, no pressure. Just no pressure or anything. Over. You're going to have to really bring it. Gonna- I am Indy's number one fan. <laughs> Literally, I can't like for years. I'm I've been in love with Indy because first of all, Indy, you're one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met. And oh my gosh! But you are your heart, um, your kindness, like just oozes out of you, and how you treat others. And I just thought you were such a great representation of the beauty industry and nature, and how we talk about biophilia and everything you do is really you are who you are. You walk the walk and it's just so lovely to see Thank you. you. Oh my God. What a great what way to do. open this up. I'm feeling good about myself. Ask me anything you want. Oh, good. Well, and now you can tell your staff that this was a good mental health day. That's right. I know. So I was telling Monica that what's so interesting is that we have closed the office from you know, from today until we don't go back till Wednesday. And it's like basically mandatory. Everybody has to put their out of office on. We actually did a social media pause, Mm -hmm. uh, pause on our chat and our customer service to really walk the walk and talk the talk. And if we say we prioritize self-care, then we need to prioritize it for ourselves. And being on social media is part of that. And, you know, if everybody's off of my community managers, like, you know, answering DMs and whatnot, that's not self-care for her. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, someone's on customer service, that's not self-care that's getting involved. And I said, we like, nope. And it's so funny. People are having an issue with it though. (laughs) I'm sure. Right. Cause we're so programmed to just always be programmed. So programmed. And so I was saying like, my team saw this, they're like, well, you're going to reschedule. And I was like, no, it's with a friend. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to build it as, as an, a social impact uh, yes. podcast. It's really That's not exactly for work. It. It's advocacy. hundred percent. hundred percent. And you know what? This fills me up having this conversation and spending time with Jennifer. Monica, I don't know you, but I'm sure by the end of the time, I'm going to say this filled me up with her too. Okay. But like, this is part of self-care for me mm-hmm. is having these conversations. This isn't about work for me. This is really about mm-hmm. creating awareness that needs to be spread so prolifically. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about your background. You know, we, we sort of said, we'll have set it up in the intro, Mm -hmm. um, but um, you know, Jennifer's known you for many years. And so I wanted to hear how you guys kind of connected. But I'm assuming that's after you started your brand, your line. And so I love a little bit of background and I'll throw out that I love that you were a CPA. (laughs) (laughs) And then you got into clean beauty. So I love it. So so give us the, um, the, the high level. Sure. So it's so funny because yes, Jennifer probably wouldn't have known me prior to this iteration of my life. And FYI, I stalked her on social media. Um, 
True story. Um, so I, yeah, I'm a CPA. I went to Ernst and Young. I was an auditor, one of those people. And I went over to HBO and was very, very fortunate. Had an incredible career, very young, um, very early on where I got to manage the international finance division and I got to travel all over the world for them. Fun. It was unbelievable. And then I had my first child and, you know, travel international wasn't really on my radar after that. Mm -hmm. And so I was lucky they gave me an opportunity to move over to the the domestic revenue side. So got very involved with that. And after I realized something important, I don't love accounting. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't love it. And I'm, you know, and I left did some career coaching and development, like um, recruiting for others. And um, then I was had to say like, what do I want to do with my life? And it's so interesting. A friend of mine was building school gardens. I have a green thumb, toes, nose, you Aww. name it. Very really? blessed. Get that from my dad. Okay. And um, I said, well, let me help you with the school garden business. I'll run your nursery. And they're like, we don't have one. I'm like, I know I'm going <laughs> to create it with you. So That's I incredible. built yeah, I built a 750 square foot greenhouse in my backyard that I'm staring at on the I other side of the screen it. and help them bring school gardens to life. And before I knew it, I wound up really in the office and not in the greenhouse and realized this isn't I didn't want to do with the accounting. I didn't want to do the business side. I wanted my hands in the dirt and connected with nature and was so getting more involved with the slow foods movement and understanding that. If you teach children how to grow their own food, they're more apt to eat it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're what more apt. This, Indy, what year was that? Oh, gosh. That was uh, 2005, 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably about 2005, 2006. So early days. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah got very involved with that. You know, I looked at what Alice Waters was doing in California. Yeah. And I said, mm-hmm. my gosh, this is what we need here. We need to slow it down. We're looking at you know, obesity, ADD, ADHD, all these things, autoimmune diseases on the rise and going, we're just not putting nutrients that are so necessary. And we're so about the fast life and we're missing what mother nature has to offer. And more important, we're not taking care of mother earth. And that was a huge issue and stewardship of the earth. So I built the greenhouse and I became um, certified naturally grown And because being certified organic was just way too expensive and labor intensive for a small little individual like myself. Mm -hmm. And so I had left the the company and I just was doing it on my own. I was bringing edible flowers to Whole Foods, microgreens to local restaurants, um, starter plants I was selling and just really immersing myself in nature and Mm -hmm. slowing it down and really having that farm to table mind body connection. And then my body decided it wanted to disconnect a little bit Mm. and I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and I wasn't able to work in the farm or the greenhouse that I had built. Um, It was just too much. I had to get it under control and I went on medication, which helped control it. And my sister says she's pregnant. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to create these products for her using ingredients. I mean, I had a lot of calendula, like a lot of calendula. (laughs) Like I couldn't possibly eat that much. And it was all coming under harvest. I'm like, "Uh Oh, and I had, I had so much lavender and I said, Oh, I can make salves and tinctures and whatnot. And I did it for the baby shower. And everyone said, this is what you should do. And I'm like, I don't think so. Like who's clean beauty? Come on for babies. What are you nuts? <laughs> Tell that to like, Jessica Alba. <laughs> I know. Right? I, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like um, my mother thought I was going to be like Diane Keaton. I could be like Diane Keaton with baby boom. She's like, you could have this <laughs> yes. whole cottage industry. And I'm like, what are you talking about? People aren't going to do this. And I wasn't listening to the signs. Like I understood. I didn't want anything potentially harmful going on my newborn my soon to be newborn nephews push mm. and body. Right. Yep. I knew about the lack of regulation and I was, so that's why I did it for him. Not thinking in the larger picture. Yeah. So the universe senses me another sign and literally says, I clearly need to hit her over the head Ugh. and I start losing my vision and go to the doctor immediately went for scans. And 45 minutes later after the MRI called and said, you need to come in. Ugh. And I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Oh God! And I, you know, uh, Jennifer knows the story. When I was driving from my doctor, from my house to doctor's office, I didn't call a soul. I just kind of sat with it. And um, 
it's so funny having this conversation because I can close my eyes and I can see the drive so clearly. I mean, it was like literally two streets. It was a 15 minute drive, but the colors of the leaves because it was November 4th Mm. was unbelievable. I mean, it was just the world became in technicolor. Mm -hmm. And I realized in that drive that I was a passenger in my life and not an active participant. Mm -hmm. And I swore that this was going to happen for a reason. And I was going to live every day from that moment forward with purpose, with passion, be Mm -hmm. present, be alert to what mother nature is providing me this incredible show. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to the doctor's office, I said, what is it? I'm going to be okay. And he said, I don't know. It's not cancer. We don't think it's cancer, but you need to see heavy hitters. Uh-huh. I almost told I potentially had only six months to live to get my affairs in order. Oh and there's God. little I do. And when I went to the doctor and said, I don't understand how this is happening. He said, we're seeing more and more of these things being tied to the environment. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm eating out of a greenhouse. So I like that I grow stuff in. Right. And he said, yes, that's the environment. You know, what you surround yourself in. He goes, what do you put on your skin? What did your mom put on her skin? You know, we know babies are born with a toxic load. Mm -hmm. And that was that awakening. It was like light bulb. Oh my gosh. I wasn't listening to the signs. And it was in that doctor's office. I'll never forget. I said, that's what this is about. I'm going to create a line that is safe, that is effective, that looks really beautiful on a shelf because 2008, 2009, things didn't look so pretty on a shelf. Uh, I mean, it was just coming onto the scene. And more importantly, I mean, Jennifer knows this. I wanted to empower others Mm. to live the healthiest version of their life, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to say this. Hi, I'm Indy Lee and I'm an 80-20 person. It does not always have to be clean everything all the time. Mm. That's your choice. I just want to provide information and um, options. So you know the risks, you make the choice, whatever works for you is the right choice for you. Mm-hmm. I just want to provide some some color around it and some information and that's it. And so yeah. um, fortunately for me, I found a doctor who was willing to give me a chance at surgery, said you had a less than a 50% chance. I said, I'm dying, let's go. Oh my God. Walked into the surgical suite and said, today's a great day to live. Put on some kick tush music. And um, went to sleep. And many hours later, when I woke up, I was able to see completely out of my eyes. The doctor said, we got everything. Welcome to the rest of your life. Oh, God. That brings a tear to my eye every time you talk about that, Indy. I just... I haven't stopped. I mean, it's unreal. Like, in some ways, it feels like it was just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then in other, other ways, I'm like, that was like light years ago. Like, what? That's... It's so funny because as we start to look at the brand and the evolution, it's so much more than just that Genesis story. Yes, it's very tied to why, Mm -hmm. but now we need to take it to the next point of why, like, what are we doing to help contribute to change? What are we doing to spread information about what sustainability really can look like in an industry like Mm -hmm. ours? Because it's not as easy as just put your stuff in recycled, you know, PCR plastic Mm -mm. or, you know, or in biodegradable paper and all the, it's not that easy. The products still need to work and be stable. Mm -hmm. And it's having that conversation. It's having the conversation of, you know, a lot of little brands can't afford to do that just yet. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they're not clean and they're not working. So what can we do to provide information for them or ways to do things? So it's, it's really interesting. I'm excited for the next chapter to, for this brand to continue to evolve. We'll be right back after a quick break. Jennifer, guess what's coming up and where we get to hang out. What's that, Monica? The Biophilic Leadership Summit. It's back this March 24th through 26th. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see you in person again. It's been way too long. I know, me too. And we invite all our listeners to come to this year's summit. We're going to be exploring biophilic placemaking and how we use biophilic principles to promote health, happiness, and vitality in public spaces. Yes, and I was just reading over the schedule, which I'm very excited about. There are so many great speakers and panels. And when you get to join us, I'll be doing a nature walk and moderating a wonderful panel on activating community spaces with two incredible women, an architect and an urban planner. So this summit is put on by the Biophilic Institute and Biophilic Cities Project. So you can also come meet all of the leading experts in biophilia. And in addition to all incredible multiple presentations... We're going to have all sorts of great farm-to-table meals, 
plus cocktails, some book signings, and lots of networking, which is always a favorite. And it's going to be at your and my favorite place, the Inn at Serenby. Yep, that's one of my favorite places, as you know. So join us in Serenby for the sixth annual Biophilic Leadership Summit from March 24th to March 26th, 2024. And you can learn more about the summit and register today at biophilicsummit.com. That's biophilicsummit.com. We hope to see you there. We'll see you soon. Bye, Jen. Bye. Is there a group um, that sort of is the industry clean beauty standard group or anything? No, okay. no, there isn't. There are a lot of various different groups out there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there isn't just one. We decide to get certified and have our products certified through Cosmos Association. So that's like a global umbrella. Okay. Where, via um, EcoCert, you might see on bottles and boxes or Soil Association. Soil Association, those are part of Cosmos. And Cosmos is all about certifying everything from farm to face. So it takes a look at the agricultural processes for the farmers to the mm-hmm. The distillation process to the manufacturing, the componentry and every step along the way, every piece of that needs to be certified and approved okay. and it's an annual audit. So, okay. you know, as things change, we have to evolve with it. That's sure. the stance we said. Okay. If you say an ingredient is no longer cosmos for, you know, whatever happening, then we're going to have to change with it. Right. So well, that was a decision. I think it's interesting. We had um, uh, Jeff Catch on from Rodale, um, mm-hmm. and he's the chief impact officer. And you know, talking about regenerative ag, and we have an organic certified farm where I live here in Georgia. Um, but learning about regenerative that really takes into account the people. You know, how are the how are the people treated on the farm? Yeah. The farmers, um, you know, are they thriving and flourishing? You know, and and being paid appropriately. Um, and then what happens to the animals on the farm, right? Absolutely. How are they being treated? And then the soil health. And not that organic doesn't obviously consider those things, but it really doesn't incorporate them. And so Correct. that I think is a fabulous change in mm-hmm. agriculture certification. Yeah, of how do you continue to lead and get better? And and you know, Jennifer talking about this all the time, like, you know, how can we just every day try and be better? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's and it's it's subtle shifts. You know, we've all heard that analogy that a butterfly, you know, flapping its wings can cause a tsunami. And that's yeah. really the truth of it. I mean, I was reading a report that they said we have to make the changes now. I mean, the U.N. came out with that report that said, hey, it's mm-hmm. going to take 30 years just to clean up if everything was right now. I know, and I know. it's not just about the soil, although I can go on and on and on about how that's important. I mean, <laughs> like, too. okay, it's great yeah. that you're farming nicely, but what are you doing to put back into the soil and make it richer yep. than what, how you left it? Yep. Yep. Um, but it's also, what are we doing to help the farmers? What are we doing mm-hmm. to help people along the way? The animal health are we, and that's the thing for us, like, okay, great. You have a manufacturing plant. If you're washing those vats out with with mm-hmm. these harsh chemicals and that's leaching into the water system. That's not clean. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. if you are farming, but you're not paying fair wages for that, mm-hmm. that's not, exactly that's it. not appropriate either. Mm-mm. I think that's it. Exactly. Indy. It's the fact that people see certain things that they want to see, but I think the key ingredients are the, education, the education that you're giving and the transparency, that's not always easy. It's not just one size fits all for these giant businesses. They're creating these massive brands and the damage that they're doing um, compared to like a smaller indie brand, like yourself, indie brand. Um, It's, it's, it takes a a lot to go into that, to what you create, but also the fact that you can do it in a much more thoughtful um, way. That's also important because you're not just harvesting out of the ground all the time, but you're creating a movement to educate others on why we have to be more thoughtful on what we buy and where we buy it from. Conscious consumerism. That is Mm -hmm. what I, I think it's such an important piece about how we as a society move forward and making the choices we, especially here in the United States, we're such a culture of extra, you know, if Mm. if a little is good, more is better. (laughs) And we overconsume. I mean, take a look at Costco is a perfect example. You know, it's like, it's really being very mindful about the choices you make. And, and when it comes to products and personal care, you know, you can vote with your dollar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you share your, your personal story so 
openly, like on Clubhouse, I've listened to you so many times and I've known you for so long, but to watch you like really in your garden and to see you do what you do and you show the growth of what you're growing and why you love it and the smell of it. It's just very like, I feel like I'm walking alongside of you in your journey. And I think that's so special for brand founders to know you don't have to like do millions and millions of dollars a year to make something thoughtful and beautiful and that people can align next to you and say, God, I love your story. Cause I love watching, watching. I love listening to you on clubhouse too, because people just love, they know who you are almost Mm -hmm. because of how you share what you share. Thank um, you. I really try. I really try. And that's one of the reasons why I even have the, my own personal Instagram. It was always just Mm -hmm. on the brand one. And I wanted people to see a very different vulnerable side of me. And Mm -hmm. that might not be for everybody who wants to follow a brand. So I realized, okay, this is who I am. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard because I don't know how to do it. It's so funny. Yes. I understand the brand side, but me different, but I want (laughs) people to get to know me, get to know that I'm a mom, that I'm struggling with, you know, how do you help your children as they start to develop, you know, out in the world and, you know, yes, a car can break down. How do I, you know, all those things that are a part Mm -hmm. of me, I am literally just like everybody else. I started this by selling my jewelry and emptying my 401k, going into significant (laughs) debt. And, but like, I didn't know what I was doing. And Mm -hmm. I did this because I was passionate about creating change and making a difference with whatever portion of my life I had left. Mm -hmm. And showing that you can, you can do those things by surrounding yourself with the right people and the right mindset. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important thing for people to see, like, you know, I'm just a regular person. I, there's no, (laughs) that's it. What you see is what you get. And after your surgery, which I think we were saying it was Oh nine, did the, mm-hmm. did the line, like, did it take you a year or two to sort of get the line off the ground or was it pretty quick? Did you start with one product? Like, how did you, like, what was sort of yeah. the process? Cause the industry, um, and again, you guys are so, have so much more history than I do, but you know, I feel like you know, same thing. When I started having kids, I was very concerned about what I was putting in them and on them because like they were like fresh and new. Absolutely. But, and so I started maybe getting better at putting organic products in, you know, eating the food, Mm -hmm. but skincare took me a while. Like that wasn't something my kids were born in 05 and 07 at the time, like, I don't even know what was out there. Yeah. Um, And so it wasn't much, I'll be honest. And that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Well, when I went home after that doctor's appointment, I literally opened, I have to be careful. I sound like I definitely have a Long Island accent. So I always have to pronounce, I opened my drawer, not drawer, (laughs) drawer. uh, And of all like the samples and the sachets and everything. And I just threw everything out. I said, oh my Mm. gosh, oh my goodness. What do I have? And I'm like, okay, now I have nothing left. (laughs) What am I going to use? And then I started to really take a look at that. And I said, that's really interesting. And everybody kind of focuses on their face. Yeah. Which is so fascinating to me because it's such a small percentage compared to the rest of your body, which is your skin, largest organ. Like, okay, well, that's great that you're focusing on that. Like, 3%. What about the rest? Yeah. And so for me, it started with body care because I didn't, I look at the surface area and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is in my lotion? Mm -hmm. What am I bathing with? Uh, And um, all those things. And that's where I started. So it was primarily bath products and body products. And I started when I was diagnosed. So when you're given like six months, you get to decide how you're going to spend it. And so when my kids were in school, I was researching and concocting in my house, like the <laughs> coconut citrus scrub, which is still in the line today was the first product that I formulated. Okay. In okay. my kitchen. Like, love it. Um, <laughs> and so I had some body oils, some soaks and, um, some scrubs. And then I was even using the body oils on my face because I knew like what was in them. And it was just jojoba and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was basically jojoba and some essential oils. And, you know, it's very rudimentary. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, okay, there's something here. People are it's resonating. And then I started to work with a chemist Uh and who I still work with to this day. And um, started expanding the line into face. And it's so funny. Of course, the face products take off. And I'm like, don't forget your body. Right. You're like, wait a minute. That's only 10%. Yeah. So I had, by the time I launched in 2009, I had already had like a full line of products that I had quote unquote developed. Okay. Um, I was very eager. And I'll never forget. I was in the hospital. I'd woken up, you know, 
probably been awake for five hours, like out of neuro, I know out of recovery, I was still in neuro ICU for days. And I called my webmaster and I was like, Matt, we're turning on in a, in a month. I lived. And he's like, <gasps> like, did you have the surgery? Like you're really, and my mother's like, she's on some drugs. Website on. The I see. <laughs> no, right. That was my call. I know. Crazy. But I was so passionate. Like I lived, I'm going to create change. This is my calling. I have to do it. Like, no, nothing's going to stop me. So it's pretty funny to see where the brand is now and to look back on that and go, yeah, we did that. Yeah. Cool. Well, and there weren't any, um, and I feel like I kind of, you know, an aware person, but, but again, skincare was something that I've been cleaning up probably for the past, maybe like three to five years, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's interesting there, I think a huge part of it that helped me was all of these sort of, um, I, I I don't even know if you can call them independent retailers, but sort of the credos and the detoxes and and even blue mercury that kind of straddles. Right. Um, but we have a really great one in Atlanta called, I think it's Alia, 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 Yeah, uh, Love them. Catherine is one of my dearest friends. Oh, Literally I love that. One we, of my dearest I friends. I love them. And they sold me your super fruit. Well facial. done, Catherine, if you're listening. So, <laughs> so, you know, I was in there one day and that was like sort of, I was explaining like, okay, I'm here. I'm trying to clean it up. This is what I refuse to give yep. up this one product. But and that's fine. Yeah. And but so that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You have to give up everything if you don't want yeah. to. Who says? Yeah. It's your life. Well, and then I find like you can mix in or, and, and I, and I, and I haven't done like all the total deep research, but it seems like the well products are pretty good. Mm-hmm. So like, which are, you know, not to say that you're not affordable, but you're more of a luxury line. And so if you can mix in, Absolutely. you know, these pieces, mm-hmm. I think, you know, finding out what, what do you, you know, what exactly. is sort of the high low? Exactly. And you know what, like for us, there's a high low for everything. So like our, our products for clarity, right. For having clear complexion, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. those are all in, like we have things for $19, yeah. you know, $16, because think about it, young adults are struggling, struggling mm-hmm. with acne and, yep. and don't get me on the food month body, gut, skin, because we can yeah. have a whole nother yeah. episode on that. But um, I want it to be affordable for them. I want them to feel good about themselves, but know that they're putting something that's good on their skin too. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, the line runs the gamut, but I agree. It was the smaller retailers like the Leas, the Credos, the Detox Markets, the Citrines of the World yep. that started it, really. Yeah. And I think that enough noise was made that all of a sudden, you know, the Sephora's, the Ulta's, the Blue Mercury's of the Absolutely. world yes. was like, Nordstrom, hey, we went into Nordstrom early when they brought it in. And I was like, those, I love it. I'm like, yes, yes you know? Um, yeah. And it's so funny because right now, you know, clean gets a backlash, a little bit is getting a backlash. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because there's some people who like to do use fear mongering. And as Jennifer knows, this is never going to come out. Like, yeah. Come on, please. Yeah. Um, you know, give me a Chanel lipstick and I'm going to put it on if it's nice. So, <laughs> totally. That's the whole thing, right? You got to take things in small doses, do what you want to do. And like you said, you don't have to do everything all at once. Just no. do what makes you feel comfortable. I always say one product at a time, because yeah. if, if you do it all at once, you will know what works and what does, doesn't. But, mm-hmm. you know, Monica, to your point, we find that a lot of people come to the brand during a time of transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So either they're thinking about having children, they've just had children, perhaps they've lost a loved one to something and they start to look at products. Mm -hmm. And so um, very early on before it was mainstream, it was really more in the people going clean in the transitional periods of their life, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is fantastic. However you get to it is great. But I think also the mainstream retailers starting to bring it in is also creating awareness that you're not sacrificing efficacy. Exactly. Because that's what we're both we're looking for. Right. And I want to work. No, 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 no. And it's like um, one of the things that I've been like trying to find a good one that I like is deodorant. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got on your website and I saw that you have. I was like, um, I'll send you one after this. Like, so I'm hang super on. excited. I totally want to try it. Cause I've been trying I'll all totally sent it to you today. I don't <laughs> love it, but I love yours. Like, it's like a burger. Like I love the oh scent. Oh my gosh. It, is it. so phenomenal. good, Monica. It's okay. So, so those are sort of like where I'm like, okay, 
you know, every, you know, and, and a lot of my girlfriends are also trying to go through and they're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I have this extra debt. It didn't work for me, but it might work for you. Yep. Or, um, yeah. And it's a personal thing. That's mm-hmm. our bodies are so cold and everybody's so individual and your pH balances and what you eat right. and what environment you're on. So there's no two people that are similar, I guess, you know, obviously twins, that's a whole nother, but right, 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 regardless right, right. environment plays a part too. And then so that's why I think it's beautiful that there are so many lines that are going to, you, you know what, not one brand is right for one person or product exactly. is right for someone. We want to provide options, which is why we have so many different focuses that you can have. Right. But, um, but I love buying other people's products too. Yeah. That's I key, mean, right? Yeah. Oh, please. I want to support other people. That's yes. why I was so happy when I had Beauty Bar, I was able to just kind of introduce people I to know. brands and then be able to kind of share their stories and kind of interweave certain products. Yes, so, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think Amazing. it's really interesting. And if you don't mind, I would love to kind of talk about why you choose the ingredients you choose. Yeah, absolutely. There are certain things that you, you like using, why? And are there certain things that you definitely always try and stay away from? Yeah, no, great question. So obviously I told you we're Cosmo certified. So there's mm-hmm. a whole list of thousands of ingredients that we can't use because don't forget I need the ingredient to be certified too Mm -hmm. which means annually audited ingredients so there's a whole bevy so that's part of it that kind of provides us with the roadmap Um, in addition to the you know you can call them the dirty dozen you can call them whatever you want which is a Mm -hmm. whole grouping of different um, Mm -hmm. products which whether they're parabens phthalates um, ethoxylated products all those ingredients um, that we stay clear of. And, you know, what we like to say is when in doubt, formulate without or formulate mm-hmm. out. So mm-hmm. we had an ingredient that was at one point considered the creme de la creme of um, clean, naturally derived preservative. And then there was enough that came and said, well, there's questionability and we formulated it out. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're like, okay, we're hearing enough. We're going to formulate it out and start from scratch on those. So we're very mindful of that. And then in Mm -hmm. addition for choosing what we do use, we're looking at products and ingredients that are sustainably sourced. I mean, again, that's really cruelty-free always Mm -hmm. Um, grown where they're, you know, optimal growth, right? Because you want to make sure that you're harnessing the power of this plant where it's grown optimally. Mm -hmm. If I grew a lemon tree in my backyard, it's not going to grow as optimally as if it's going to grow in the tropics or in Florida. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Same thing with an avocado. It's just not even going to really bloom for me. Right. <laughs> so taking extracts from it, it's not going to be the healthiest, most potent. So it's yeah. having those conversations and sourcing ingredients um, where they're grown optimally and they're grown sustainably. Um, they're certified for us, uh, for Cosmos. So that is really what goes into our sourcing. I mean, we have on our site an entire dictionary of what we will formulate with as well as what we won't formulate with. Okay. Sustainability is, a, is at the forefront of this. We want to leave the world better, not worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's such a great, simple, but sometimes very difficult. It seems simple, but it's not easy. Yeah. No, yeah. no. It's I mean, not easy. Example of, ta- you know, reformulating like that takes time. It takes money. You maybe, you know, it could change how the, the feel, the texture, the mm-hmm. smell, and you have mm-hmm. a runaway hit and you're like, Oh my gosh, I need to change this. What is the impact going to be? That can be very scary, but at the bottom, you know, out of the crux of this, I created the line to create change. Mm-hmm. Right? Am I perfect? No. So no one take me like, I'm not godlike. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I take accountability for those mistakes, but I'm never going to be perfect, but we're mm-hmm. going to do the best that we possibly can and do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Because, and so when we have to switch, people aren't always happy with us, but we know in our hearts that it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so we've taken products off and people are angry and bring it back and blah, blah, blah. But we had to say that wasn't the right decision. Yeah. I it's love a that. Hard it's, one. Well, it's leadership yeah. though. Yeah. It's, it's leadership and listen, financial hits and all those things, but it's the right thing. It's right. The right thing. And you're evolving. You're constantly yes. learning. And I remember when you and I spoke, this was like maybe 2010, 2011, you were changing even like your packaging. Yes. So can oh. we actually even discuss like what goes into what you're seeing now in terms of like waste and packaging and how you have to evolve to really, um, and it's hard. It's not easy to do. It's really hard. The goop has to be stable. And that's a problem we run into when we go onto our productions. Like, okay, we have this great new product, but it's not stable in any of the refillable, recyclable, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. And 
you know, you've got this really cool, innovative technology, but it's not going to stay hmm. like in the texture, you know, it'll start to break, break. And you're like, okay. So it's very difficult. And I don't think that the consumers are really aware of the challenge that is there. I mean, we go through the RIP, we go through stability, we go through shelf life, all those. Um, and we're not going to compromise that just because we want to say, okay, well, look, it's in a refillable. Okay. Well, it's not stable. So (laughs) (laughs) So it's very difficult, but we are making the changes. So we've switched over to our glass is PCR, right? So 20% PCR We have our new jumbo brightening cleanser, which is a lower footprint because you're getting more products in one bottle and the bottle is PCR, Mm -hmm. right? So we're able to provide that. And that's like one of our best sellers. We're like, okay, people want in the shower. This is non-glass. It's PCR. So we're making those shifts. You'll see some other things. We're working with refillables now. So stay tuned. Every time we do it, we're having the conversation is what is the end of life for this? Uh What is it made of? Is this fit for, you know, the consortiums that we're a part of like Credo? Um, I think we signed up for Pact, Cosmos, you know, all those Grove, you know, all those retailers who are making such an incredible shift. Are yeah. we staying in line with that? You know, how do we get rid of single use, like things like that, like the peel pads? What are we, how are we going to change that? Up? Mm-hmm. So we're having those conversations. Um, I just hope that the consumers realize it's not as easy as one and done. If I have all these bottles, right? Mm-hmm. I have to use them up because mm-hmm. if I toss them, that's not sustainable. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. And you know, if someone, a brand like me, we're, we've got minimum runs. So mm-hmm. maybe we had to buy 50,000 pieces of this, you know? So before yeah. I switch, because now it's available in PCR, I need to use up what I did. Otherwise that's just going into the Perfect. landfill. That's yeah. wasteful. Of course. Yeah. And of course. so I think brands need to, I think consumers need to realize that. And that's not just me, that's everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm very lucky because the people who invested in me on Cora Holdings, they have an entire um, like a sustainability group and that goes through that. And it's, it's just, it's incredible to have people who have invested in you who are wanting to make the change that they want to see. Right. And yeah. you have um, a recycling program. So um, we do have a recycling yeah. program. So how how yes. does that work? Like I, I just hold on to stuff and you hold on. So we do, you know, you could send one at a time to people, but I'm like, well, that's not great for the no. carbon footprint. So what we do is we say, hold on. Once you have three back, like three, okay. you can go onto the website, download like the, the little form and everything, and then just mail it back. And it goes through um, a recycling program. Nice. Um, yeah. And we're actually signing up with another one. So more details on that one too. Oh, good. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really important part to us. And anybody who returns a product to us, like say you don't like it. I I can't imagine that. But if you don't, (laughs) like, listen, that's possible. Maybe you didn't like the way the breaking cleanser smell. Like we go ahead and everything is rinsed and then recycled as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a whole nother side of it. Um, it's just so hard. And it's like, you know, I even am like, okay, do I, how do I clean it out? Because I know that there's issues Mm -hmm. with even like recycling my jar of pasta sauce. Like if it's not cleaned out and the glass, people just do that. They just take it and they put it in and they don't realize that's, that's not actually how you do it. Or even (laughs) tubes, like you have to cut the tube. You've got to rinse it out. And then depending on what the top is and this brand should tell you, is that curbside or, you know, or do you yeah. stick it in the rest? So you've got to look and that's what we are doing is we provided that information on our site and continually on social media. This is how you recycle it. It's not just, oh, look, I'm done. Throw it into the recycle bin. Right. Right. Have you guys ever thought of opening up your own uh, store? No. <laughs> no, I have I not. Understand, Indy. I understand. I am not looking to get into the real estate business. <laughs> no, thank True. you. It's a whole nother ball game. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's amazing. So, um, where is like Indie League going? So, uh, you talked about a tiny bit. I'm just gonna like my own what if uh-huh. um, gut health. Yep. Um, I is don't. You know, we've talked about it. I don't know. Um, again, another unregulated industry. It's kind of mm-hmm. freaky. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. And there's some other brands that are doing great on it. For me, I'm really happy in the space that I'm in, but bringing other verticals in mm-hmm. to it, which you'll see in a completely new chapter or vertical that's coming out October. Ooh, um, okay. Yep, so a new product. 
products coming out in October 13th. Perfect. So that'll be really exciting. Um, but we have, we've taken a look at what people say. We have post consumer surveys and people said, Oh, if India would come out with a deodorant, we tried to do a deodorant for two plus years. And then when Taos Air came out with theirs, I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this one. And so we did a collab with them. I love that. We were able to bring it out. Um, But we have some other ones that people have asked us to go into like sunscreen and, you know, color and things like that, where people are like, oh, Indy, just do it, please do it. So we'll see, might surprise you with some things coming up. I love yeah. that. No, I absolutely love that. Like continuing to grow is like yeah. so fun. More and I'm education, you know, mm-hmm. and trying to bring awareness and really champion this concept of what it takes to to go clean but not in a negative way this fear yes. mongering has got yeah you've got to stop you've it got to, to stop it in the shame yes you and know by the way the shame of like oh you didn't whatever right you're like not hey doing this and you're like oh my god i'm trying <laughs> so like hard. come on there is no such thing as perfect no yeah. you know what we're all perfectly imperfect and we have mm-hmm. to stop shaming people or telling them what is right or wrong for them yeah I'm so um, glad you said that, Indy. It's all the judgment. We don't want to like, we're not judging. We're not, I think it's all about this. That's why Monica and I want to do this platform is all about educating. That's and it. We're, like, I learned so much from each guest and from you and from everyone that comes on, I'm just like blown away by the education that comes with these conversations that we get to then amplify. And I think that's, it. that's the key, right? Just like knowledge is power. Knowledge yeah. is power. And yeah. I just want to help educate and empower people mm-hmm. so that they live the healthiest version of their life. And by the way, I always say, even if it's not my products, mm-hmm. if you heard my story and realize sometimes the world is going to give you lemons and you can go out there and make lemon cello and choose joy, then you know what? That's part of the change I wanted to create. It wasn't just skincare. It was, right. my gosh, this is not a just rehearsal. Go out there and live, do something great, leave the world better than how you came into it. You know, those things and feel like you, you live for a reason and only you can do that. And that's part of what this brand has always been about too. It's mindfulness. Oh, I love that. I love your mindfulness Mondays. I love Thank you. You know, actually I want to ask you, cause I know we have we're on a time limit here, but um, cause you are walking your walk in nature. So can you kind of talk about like, the importance of nature in your daily life? I know you're in your greenhouse Ooh. a lot. Maybe you're growing something right now, but can you give us a little bit more of yeah. what nature means to you in your daily life? Um, to me, that's all energy, right? So there is, I mean, you guys know it better than I do. There is an energetic, there's a vibration, right? Mm -hmm. So getting out there and getting into that flow, Mm -hmm. I think is so important for longevity and, you know, for your obviously biological health, but your soul health, your mental Mm -hmm. health, your, you know, the whole thing. And so for me, it's going outside every day, every day and grounding, Okay, mm-hmm. we'll admit when it's ice out, I typically stay away from that. So I don't, but like I try, even if it's on the porch, then I'm closer. Um, but every day grounding, every day in the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it's snowing, I'll go out there and check on things. I typically don't grow too much over the winter. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm out there with the dogs. I mean, listen, my dogs have to go out every day. And then that's another forcing <laughs> me, even when I don't want to, yep. to go outside. And then once I'm out there, really breathing that in. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know what, for me, it's hiking as much as possible. Uh, today I'm going horseback riding. This was, a, oh, this, yeah, this is completely new to me. Fun. Um, it's just another way to connect with animals mm-hmm. and, and nature. So, you know, evening trail rides. Um, oh, that sounds yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Just finding ways to do that and that's been a part of my life for so long. You know, obviously, you know, now the generous Genesis started with farm to table um, mm-hmm. and slow food, but um, that's a very, very critical part of my life is how am I, how am I connecting with mm-hmm. mother earth on a daily basis? Yeah. Yeah. And you're giving yourself permission to do it, which yeah. also then infects like other people that are following you and watching you like, wow, yeah. if you can shut off and like be connected to nature. Then I can. So they can that's it. I, you see me, I try to do as much of my, my conversations outside on my front porch. Because that is my happy place. And I am out there 20, I mean, like all seasons. (laughs) I am now, I got a little fire pit out there now. So I can be on my porch, covered porch. Even if it's raining or anything, I want to be out there. Again, I think it's so healing. I mean, that's the only word, it's healing. I feel like everything we need is out there in nature if we go and look hard enough. 
We love that. It's so important for us to conserve, not even conserve. It's not even sustainability anymore. It's got to be regenerative. It's got to be putting back in. We've taken and depleted for Mm -hmm. way too long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's finding simple ways. And by the way, I have, I have, you know, a journey in this myself on how I could even, how I can continue to be better. So I don't want people to think, oh, she's like perfect at, no, I'm still learning. Yeah, no, we have a lot of that where people um, in our neighborhood are like, can I live there? You know, it seems like everybody's this or that. And it's like, no, 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 we're real people. We have all sorts of flaws. We do all things wrong. We do some things right. Um, But I do think community is so Mm -hmm. important. And so like, I love that you have a podcast. I love that you have your Indies Journal and, you know, you do your own social because building that community, I think is where the power is. A hundred percent. Mm-hmm. That's you. I mean, Jennifer knows I've always been like, I want to build a community and I can't say that I want to build a community if I'm not a part of it. Yeah. And that's why I go in and I often comment as me, not so they go, oh, is that the you know community manager? If it's me on my channel, I'll go like XXI. And so people know that it's me or I'll be like, why am I commenting from the brand? Let me go on to mine and comment. Yep. So, you know, this is me. This is me. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm a part of this community. We're building mm-hmm. this community together. We're learning how to be better. We're making mistakes and learning from them and leaning into them, which is why I love what you guys are doing. You're not judging. You're trying to educate um, and not doing again in a shaming way, because let's face it, there's a lot of fear mongering in the sustainable, <laughs> you know, biophilia world. Yep. Also when people go, well, you're not doing it right. <laughs> doing your best. You know what I, you guys know it. I'm yeah. not saying yeah. 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 We're trying. You're trying. You're doing better than you were the day before. And that's the whole goal. It's like every day, if we can just bring like one new person sort of into this sort of like what we're sort of calling a biophilic movement, but, but it's not like a membership or, you know, you have to get get a membership card after this. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on. I'll I'll make one for you. We'll make one. Yeah. I'll mail it for you. (laughs) But I just think it's like everybody's already in it. You're mm-hmm. already a part of the biophilic movement. You just have to recognize it, yes. right? And then you yeah. can bring to it what you have available to bring. And that may change day to day. But I love that you say, you know, it doesn't, you know, the whatever that regime is, whether it's the food you're eating or what you're putting on your body, or we, we talk about fashion too, you know, that there's you know, mm-hmm. ethical fashion, like, you know, do your best. That's right? it. If you do one good thing, yeah, it's part of this movement a day, you're better than you were when you didn't. Mm-hmm. And then you realize it's those little steps that can create significant change globally. And that's what gets me excited. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I think we should end it right on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great message to go out on in me, seriously. Um, where can we where can we follow you? What's the best way that we can help support you? The brand is Indie Lee, I-N-D-I-E-L-E-E, um, which is also my name. And now that's a whole nother podcast. Um, <laughs> um, but you can find on social at Indie, I-N-D-I-E underscore Lee, which is the mm-hmm. brand page. And if you want to chat with me, which I love, go to Indie Lee, I-N-D-I-E-L-E-E, no space, no nothing. And that's my personal Instagram. And I do answer every, it's just me. It's just me hanging out and trying to have conversations with people. I love it. I love it. Well, we're so excited that you're a part of the movement and I'm so excited that I get to meet you and hopefully we'll meet you in person. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was supposed to go down to Atlanta to Aaliyah. I know, but now with COVID, we're like trying to figure out when I know, I know, but I am dying to get down there and maybe there's even like, I can come visit. I think you need to come yes, stay with us at Serenby. Stop. Just come stay with us at Serenby. And then I really want to open an Aaliyah here. I told her that when <gasps> I was in there, I was like, do you want to open it? I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm like, do you want to just open one? <laughs> because you it would know, be Catherine, so perfect. Huh? Oh, well, I can hook you up with Catherine. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I listen, she would be perfect down here. She is a powerhouse, a powerhouse. She's done this herself. It's incredible. Unbelievable. And she has stores in Charleston, um, Charlotte, um, Atlanta, Raleigh and Denver. 
Yeah, oh I mean, it's on. She is unbelievable. She's also like my son's emergency contact. My son's in Boulder oh. college. Oh. And like, that's his emergency. If you can't get in touch with a mom, that's where you call. Oh, is that where she that's lives amazing. now? Or is that where she, she, um, she lives in? De- no, she lives in Denver. Okay. And she wanted to bring clean beauty to like tertiary markets and not yeah. just the mainstream, yeah. Yeah. which I love. I, I love really, that. She's just a beautiful person inside and out and what she's creating is beautiful. And so, yeah, I agree. She should have it there. Okay. Let's make it happen. Okay. I'm, that's and my you next can come, You can come do a whole demo and, oh, and yeah, I'm a master class. Jennifer, I'm going to come down with you, Indy. A master class. We'll oh, we can walk the trail. Oh my God. We can I'm have so... a whole indie weekend. That'd be so much fun. Okay, let's do it. Yay! <laughs> Amazing! I love it. I'm gonna keep you up to it though. I'm like, okay, Monica is my new best friend. Yeah, we don't we don't mess around when we we invite you. We're serious. Nope. Yeah, okay. She's serious, Mindy. She's serious. As am I. I mean, you know, I comment on Jen. I'm like, what? sort of heaven are you in and she's like (laughs) (laughs) it's the biophilic heaven oh gosh oh my gosh i love it well indy thank you so much and jennifer thank you for connecting us and um we're thrilled to have you and we're going to spread the word thank you so much for having me and for giving me the opportunity to share my love I'm so excited. I feel so warm. See, this was a self-care event. I think so. Tell your team. I will. Good for the brand (laughs) and good for Indy. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Have a great rest of your day, guys. You too. Enjoy horseback riding. Oh, thank you. Jennifer, thank you so much for connecting us and our listeners with Indy. She is so great and I can't wait to do things with her. I knew it. I knew you would love her. She just radiates sunshine, doesn't she? She's just yes. a, a power of positivity. Yeah, yeah. And her story is so inspiring. I mean, talk about lemons to limoncello. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> She's really someone who walks the walk and leads by example in everything she does, but not in a preachy, you're a monster if you're not perfect kind of way. She strives to do her best, and it, and yet it's like really totally open about shifting gears if she learns that there's a better way to do something. Yes, and just going off of how she walks the walk, she really holds her brand to a really, really high standard. I mean, the Cosmos standard, that Mm -hmm. was something totally new to me where every single aspect of the sourcing and production process is analyzed and audited every single year. That's no joke. And I have so much respect for anyone who recognizes the importance of this regenerative model. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that. That's so true. And the thing is her business isn't suffering for it. I think so many people who run companies and have businesses are so worried that subjecting themselves to this kind of rigorous standard will hurt them in some kind of way or their bottom line. I would just tell those people to look at Indy. Absolutely. And she's so open about what she still needs to work on, like any of us. She's made these big strides in how she packages products, but also like these things are difficult and products have to be stable and have efficacy. And it's a constant thing that she's really working on, which is a really great example for all of us. Exactly. Just a really inspiring example of someone who is running a successful business in a really healthy and biophilic way. All right, Jennifer, we'll chat again in a couple of weeks. Okay, bye, Monica.